0: Hey there, lovely. Welcome to the C Word podcast. I hope you are all set for the holiday season, that your shopping is done, your presents are wrapped, you've bought the last mince pies on the shelf at Woolies, and you're just feeling relaxed and chilled and ready for a lovely break. Now, I finished on the 9th of December officially, and I just tidied up a few little stragglers that I wanted to get done and completely finished on the 16th of December. So that last week was pretty chill, it was pretty cruisy. And as far as client work went, I was done on the 9th of December. And then I'm off now until the 9th of January. So the out of office is on, everybody's been told, and I'm just looking forward to a nice long break. And really the lead up to that break has been pretty cruisy, if I'm honest. But it hasn't always been like that, not at all. When I worked in an agency, and I know I'm often talking about when I worked in an agency, maybe I'm carrying the battle scars of that experience. Well, not really. I loved working in agency, but there were times when it was a load to carry and working in agency for creatives, I think, has its ups along with its downs. But when I worked in agency and also in the early days of my business, it always felt like the lead up to a holiday wasn't worth the pain. The number of times I've heard myself say those words, oh my gosh, this holiday is just not worth the aggravation, is a little bit sad really. Why is it like that? There would be so much drama and a gigantic and unrealistic to-do list. And it's like There was no time on the other side of the holiday, on the other side of Christmas, on the other side of December. Like the world would stop at midnight on the 31st of December and you would be judged by how much you had left on your to-do list or something because there's like this mad dash to get it all done. And I've often asked the question, why does a break from work or from your own business feel like it's so hard earned? Like you've literally got to break yourself in order to have a break. And that doesn't make any sense to me. And I think very often there's this self-imposed deadline in December. Like there's this mindset of we're coming to an end of the year. We've got to finish everything. We've got to start the new year with a clean slate. We've just got to put 2022 in this instance behind us. But is that productive? And is that helpful? Suddenly we start Rushing around to get everything done and urgent client requests come out of the woodwork. You know, you said to them a month before, Is there anything you're going to need? No, 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 we're all good. And then suddenly on the 16th of December, a thousand briefs land in your inbox that are suddenly very urgent. And Christmas is a big time for our family at the best of times. I think I've mentioned in a previous podcast, we've got two birthdays either side of Christmas Day. And also there's a January birthday as well. And I just felt like it had to be easier. I didn't want this heavy feeling, this stress, this sense of urgency almost, this overwhelm going into Christmas. You know, I remember my mum would often be, you know, making noises about Christmas. Oh my gosh, I've got so much to do. Oh, this is so stressful. And as a kid, I would think, oh, but Christmas is so amazing. Why do you feel like this about Christmas? And now I totally understand why she felt like that. But at the same time, it takes a bit of the sheen off as a kid to know that it is a stressful time. So I don't really want that in my family, particularly with the birthdays and things bundled up with it as well. So I've focused quite heavily on that in the past few years because, like I said, I just didn't want that December lead up to be like that. I didn't want the big size and, you know, the tiredness and the overwhelm and the frustration and the stress to leach into our family or into my business. So today I want to talk about some of those tips really, and just share with you some of the ways that I have tried to dispel some of that overwhelm and that stress and make that lead up to the holiday period in particular to the Christmas period a little bit less fraught. Let's have a chat about those and hopefully you'll hear some things that you can put in place. Now when I share this podcast it might be a bit late for some of these tips this year but it does mean that you get to plan ahead for next year and maybe cruise into any holiday you've got planned not just Christmas but just make that lead into a break a little bit less stressful. So my first tip for taking time off in your business, minus the stress, is to see it as a non-negotiable. For me, holiday is as important as taxes, as doing your tax return, as issuing your invoices. It's really an essential part of business in many ways. I've spoken before about why it's important to make space and headspace in particular as a creative and that being one of the best things you can do for your creativity and also for problem solving because making that space for a holiday is work. If you can see a holiday as just part of business and as part of work, I think that's a really important and productive mindset shift. Because it's time away from doing work, yes, but it's also time to reignite your creativity and your ideas so you can do your best work. So it might be time away from the Mac, but I have my best creative ideas when I'm away from my Mac. So I think that's the first important thing. Thinking of holiday as an important business practice is really great because you start to make space for yourself, you start to make time for yourself before the wheels start to fall off. The second thing is don't be sucked into everyone else's deadlines. So someone else's lack of organization or their desire to get something off their to-do list is not your emergency. So set your cutoffs, give your clients fair warning, Add it to your email signature. Let people know about your Christmas closures or your holiday absences so that you give yourself that buffer, that lead-up period. Everybody's been warned. But also stop taking on work as early as you can. So if you close on the 16th of December and you're still saying yes on the 13th of December, you're probably putting unnecessary pressure on yourself. It's really important not to take on other people's deadlines. You set your deadline for when you will stop taking on work. You let people know about it. And then that's what you do. Don't keep taking on work, saying yes, letting other people's self-imposed deadlines and emergencies because they don't need it. They don't need it on the 24th of December. They're not going to do anything with it on Christmas Day. So don't be afraid to challenge your client on this self-imposed deadline too. Ask them when they really need it. Because very often, it's just that they're doing what you're doing. They just want to get it off their plate so they start the new year afresh. But if you can't do that for them, that's okay. So you set your deadlines. You set your window and your cutoff points. Like Australia Post. They have a cutoff point. They're not going to deliver after a certain day. Be Australia Post. (laughs) Not in all ways, in some ways. And that point links to my third point, which is about setting and sticking to your boundaries. Now, again, I've talked about boundaries before. For me, boundaries is one of the most important things in your creative business, in any service business where you're working with clients. It's so important to have boundaries for yourself, for your own well being, but also so you can do your best work and you can have that space. So decide. Decide. You won't be answering emails. You won't be taking on the can you justs. You're going to set your boundaries and you're going to stick to them. And it can be hard to ignore the little requests, but you will thank yourself for doing it. And you won't succumb to that feeling of resentment, resentment of the client, resentment of yourself, because you didn't stick to your boundaries, so it's okay, I'm just gonna tell you right here right now, it is okay to take a holiday. It's okay to say I'm closed. It's okay not to answer an email for two weeks because you were closed and you gave people fair warning and you had your out of office on. So set your boundaries and stick to them. My fourth tip, this is an important one. Again, I've spoken about it before with, this is a bit of a bringing together podcast in many ways. But something you need to do is budget for a holiday. What I have talked about on the podcast before is about setting realistic financial targets. And part of that is about allowing for holidays and downtime. So you need to assume that you won't be working for at least six to eight weeks of the year. And you need to price yourself accordingly. If you price yourself, assuming that you're working even 50 weeks of the year, 40 hours a week, You won't reach your financial targets because you won't work that much. You will have downtime. You will have time when you're working on your business, not in your business. You will have quiet periods. You will have holiday. You will have sick time. Your kids will be sick if you're a parent. Pricing your services realistically to reflect the time that you can and will actually be working is so important. So if you're having the thought, oh, but I need to be earning all through December, otherwise I'm not going to hit my financial targets. Well, then you perhaps need to relook at how you've set your financial targets. Because if you set them on the assumption that you will work through, then again, you are putting pressure on yourself. You need to set your financial targets based on those 40 to 45 weeks of the year that you'll probably actually be productively working. And therefore, dare I say the word billable. The fifth tip is give yourself permission and define the time as well. So I've got a little story around this. In January of this year, in 2022, I moved from Sydney to Brisbane And I knew it would be big, but it turned out to be a really huge (laughs) undertaking with selling a house, buying a new house, just moving our whole family and our whole life. And I'm always pretty much closed in January, but I had sort of said to myself, well, I'll be closed because I will be doing this move. But I had really grand plans about what I was going to do on my business. There was so much. I was going to redo my website. I was just going to launch some new services. I was going to plan lots of content ahead. I was thinking about launching this podcast. So I had set myself all of this stuff that I was going to do in January. And I just couldn't get to it. So I spent all of January... Under the pressure of moving our family, but also under the pressure of not doing the things that I told myself I needed to do. And what I wish that I'd done in hindsight when I reflected back on that period of time was just have given myself permission to be off, to step away from the business, to move our family, to do that in the way that it needed to be done without the stress and the pressure because I didn't do any of the other things, but I just carried the weight of not doing them. And I wish that I'd just defined the time and said, I will be off doing this move until the 31st of January and that's the end of it. That's the deadline. I don't expect anything else of myself in that time and just to have given myself permission to just have said to myself, it's okay to take this time off. So that's my tip, is give yourself permission. Whatever the time frame is, if you're taking off a week, two weeks, a month, that's up to you. I'm not going to tell you how long you should have off. That's entirely up to you. But whatever that time is, give yourself permission to be off. You don't have to say, oh, but I'm going to do some work on my business. Oh, but I'm going to plan for next year. I'm going to do my goal setting. If that's not what you feel that you can or you want to do then give yourself permission not to, but also define the time. So be really clear. If you worked in an office, you would have put in your leave request and you would have off until a certain date and that's your time. Uh, But do give yourself a leave request and decide when you're off until so that you don't necessarily start to overlap your work and your time off, that you just have a clear time in your head. I'm off now till the 9th of January and I won't feel any pressure to do anything in that period of time. Now, if I really want to and I decide to, maybe I will, but I definitely don't feel the pressure to do it. And I'm really clear, along with my clients, because going back to previous point, it's been clearly communicated that I'm not here, I'm not around, that I don't have to do any of that stuff if I don't feel the need or the urge. So give yourself permission. I think on that note as well, my following tip is about making plans to do other things so you don't find yourself drifting back to your desk. Now, I'm not saying you need to plan to do a 20 mile hike every day, or you need to decide that you're going to completely spring clean the house or any huge undertakings. But you might make plans to do other things, other creative things, or to spend time with your family, or one of the things I've done, don't laugh at me, (laughs) don't judge me, I'm not as old as I sound, but I love doing jigsaw puzzles, and I was just like, you know what, I haven't done any jigsaw puzzle for so long, because I've been headlong in doing lots of things for my business. And I just was like, I'm gonna go and buy myself four puzzles. And then one of my gorgeous clients also sent me a puzzle and I'm gonna make time for doing that. I have set myself a little plan that that's what I'm gonna do. I went to a secondhand bookshop a few weeks ago and I bought myself three books, books that I've really wanted to read, fiction books, not business books, because I just wanted that that time, that space, that headspace. And that's what I'm gonna do too. I'm gonna sit in the sun and I'm going to read my books. So I've made some plans to do things. Because when I don't have plans, I know that I will drift back to my desk, and I will start doing work stuff. And it will just, the the water will become muddy, and then I won't have given myself that clear time off. And then the final thing, if you want to ignore tips one to six, and do things your way, then do that, my love. Because Ultimately, that's what business and life is about. It's about finding your way of doing things that feels good for you. And I think as I look forward to 2023, that is one of the most important messages for me, is for my clients and for myself, I don't want anyone to feel forced or pressured to do things a certain way. I've said it before, there are things that work, but the thing that works the best is finding your way of doing it. You, I don't think you can poo-poo things that work, but at the same time, you've just got to find your way of doing it that feels good and feels comfortable to you. And that's what this podcast is about. This is just about me sharing my experiences, my learnings. I'm sharing them with you in the hopes that you can take them and pull them apart and mold them to work for you. I'm not telling you, you've got to do it my way. I'm not saying that you should, should is one of my words that I will ban for 2023. (laughs) I just want you to listen, to process and do it your way. Now, I do think that taking some time off and having space and freedom to be creative and to recharge your creativity is super important. But the way you recharge might be very different to the way I recharge. You might recharge by throwing yourself into something really intense. And that is you do you, is what I'm saying. That's my final message, is you decide what you want to get out of this break or non-break, whatever it means to you and come back in the new year, recharged in the way that you want to feel recharged. So just to recap really on those tips, a holiday is important, or not just so much holiday, but time away from your desk is important, however you choose to do it. It's one of those things that you need to make a non-negotiable. If it's half an hour away from your desk every day because you go for a walk, or it's having three weeks off because you want to recharge and you want to go and sit by a pool, in some sunny climate somewhere, whatever it is for you, having some time away to reignite your creativity, particularly after a long period of working, is important. Make time for that in a way that works for you. My tip is don't get sucked into everyone else's deadlines. December is this weird month where everyone starts imposing these weird deadlines that actually are made up and they probably don't even need to exist. So don't get sucked into that. You can challenge those deadlines and you can set your own boundaries and deadlines. And that was number three, set and stick to your boundaries. Nobody else's, you define them, you set them and you stick to them. Budget for it. Make sure that you have time in your annual calendar set aside for downtime when you won't be working and price your services in line with that. Give yourself permission and define the time that you're having off. And make plans. Make plans to do things that make you happy. Whether that's doing a jigsaw puzzle, reading a book, or planning to hike the Kokoda Trail. Whatever it is you do what makes you happy. So now I just want to say have an amazing holiday season with your family. Whatever it is you choose to do, however it is that you choose to celebrate... I just hope that it's magical for you. And I can't wait to chat to you again very, very soon. Now, before I go, I will just remind you because another word I might ban is goals. I'm thinking of it. I haven't decided yet, but it might. Maybe I'm going to come up with a word banned list. So I've got should on there. I think I mentioned another one, but I can't remember what it was now. But the other one is goals. I think what I'm going to do this January is I'm going to set intentions. So if you want to join me to set some intentions, in my last podcast, I talked a bit about my approach to G-word intention setting and the rule of one theory that I use. And I'm going to be working on that with some clients of mine in January. So if you fancy joining me, head over to my website, www.beckhughes.com forward slash one And sign up, we'll do an audit of your business and we'll start to set some ambitions and some aspirations and some actions for the year ahead. But that's not until January. We're not doing that until January. So that means that you can give yourself permission to have some time off now, knowing that you're going to hit the ground running in January. So like I said, have an amazing break, whatever you choose to do. And I'll chat to you again very soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you so much for joining me, Beck Hughes, on the C Word Podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends and business buddies who might like to listen in too. The music for this podcast is by Red Productions on Pixabay.